Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Shit, I got no voice. I was at the Super Bowl. Screaming my ass off for what? I don't know. I honestly don't know. That was the most boring game I've ever seen in my entire adult life. Maybe in NFL history. If you were bored watching it at home, imagine being there. Jeez. Dan and I have been to a lot of exciting, amazing uh, games this year. This was definitely... Not one of them. However, however, we have one of the most exciting guests we've ever had on the Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. It is none other than Hall of Famer TD Terrell Davis, the running back from the Denver Broncos. is a massive guest. Uh, TD stops by today to talk about uh, his new CBD company. Just about being an all-around badass in the NFL and what it takes, what he's been through, and all that other shit. Great fucking dude, man. We had an awesome conversation with him day before the Super Bowl. Super stoked that he is on the show. And uh, he's going he's gonna to chat about everything he can in this life. Uh, no, he's not going to chat about that. Uh, we're going to talk about CBD. We're going to talk about playing football, the NFL. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl matchup as well. You can see if he was right or wrong. Look. I know what you're thinking, man. You follow me on Drinking Bros at ST James, ST James, and you're like, hey, bro, you were wearing a Rams jersey. I was. That's true. And you know what I said on the show? If you listen to the show, I said, I'm, I, I am betting my money on the Patriots, but my heart is with the Rams. And it was. Fortunately, that did not happen. Man, Christ, that was a boring game. Uh, but before we hop into this TD interview, we get some sponsors to pay for this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, mybookie.com. Yeah, you're welcome, mybookie. We took you again, didn't we? Took you again. We took the Patriots. Fuck you. Uh, we did take the over, though, and we got fucking housed on that. But uh, the, the majority of our money was on the Patriots. That way we could root for one team and or not the other. And, uh, man, it was a good, it was a good day. I, look, it was a boring game. Patriots won, whatever. But uh, they covered, so who gives a shit? Uh, right now, we got uh, college basketball coming up. NBA is in full swing. They got some prop bets on uh, Anthony Davis. Go to mybookie.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. That doubles your deposit from one hundred all the way to three thousand dollars. We will be doing a huge March Madness show. We're giving away a signed Christian Leitner jersey. So make sure to sign up for Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. It's free. It's a private group. You can talk as much shit as you want. And go to mybookie.com and bet with us or against us. Again, any deposits from one hundred to three thousand automatically double with the promo code Drinking Bros at mybookie.com. Next up, we got ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Ooh. How do I love the ghost, be, ghost bed? Let me count the way. I'll go to ghost bed, whatever. I uh, love that goddamn thing. Wish I was traveling with it now. A little under the weather. Again, been yelling, screaming, traveling on flights, all that other shit. I would, I would pay an unlimited amount of money if I could just go home and sleep in my ghost bed right now. I'm currently in Alabama, though, uh, for one more day uh, with, with a buddy of mine, and then I am off home to sleep in that ghost bed on my ghost pillows 
and call it a night for the rest of the fucking week. We've gone hard this season, man. God bless that fucking bed, man. I, I, I can't wait till I get home every trip to sleep in that thing. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Get yours now. If you're a military or first responder, they're giving you an extra 15% off. Just look at the footer, the footer of that uh, website and uh, you're, you're going to get an extra 15% off. But right now they're running deals, you know, $100, $200, $200 off a mattress and free pillows and all that shit. Uh, it's amazing. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Pay as you go program. No interest. 36 months. Get on the shit. It's amazing. Love those guys, man. Uh, last but not least, BlackRifleCoffee.com. little BRCC for that ass. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee, look, they're, they're the best in the business. Uh, their whoobies are amazing. And yes, they are having a whoobie hoodie that is coming out soon. Uh, you can find out about all these deals and all their new products by signing up for their Coffee Club of the Month program. And again, the coffee gets delivered to you every date of the same month. It's incredible. K-cups, bags, grounded, beans, you name it, they got it. Uh, and, a, and a bunch of amazing blends. Love those guys, man. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up today. Use the promo code SPORTS for 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Let's hop into the show with the legendary Hall of Famer Terrell Davis, shall we? Welcome, welcome to Drinking Bros. This is Super Bowl weekend. We have an all-timer, an all-time great. Amazing. All-time, yeah. Speaking of Super Bowl, all-timer. I don't drop. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> not old-timer. No. I thought you were gonna say old-timer. No, I thought you meant to say old-timer. You're yeah. you're a young man who's still jacked. Yeah. What I mean, what is going on? Oh, here? You, see, you want to see what's behind all this? Yes, I do. I can tell you what, I, f- I feel great right now. I'm telling you, I, I feel better than I did when I was playing at the right old age of 22 i'm 46 years old and i'm telling you i feel fantastic and a lot of it is because i'm taking my product the cbd drinks that we just have and it's got um you know it's really transformed my life after football really about the last 10 years i've been struggling with like joint and uh, knee pain sure inflammation uh anxiety and for my entire life i've been struggling with migraine headaches so been taking the CBD, that which is in our products, and it has really transformed my life. And I'm excited that I'm able to share this and try to help other people transform their lives because it just, I'm telling you, I feel like I'm about to train again for... You look like you're about to train again. I, do I wonder where the plumber is because these pipes are fucking clogged, <laughs> my man. You know what we should <laughs> There's some you know what we should, guns in Navarone right there. Do you know what we should do is probably say what his fucking name is at some point? Oh, come on. <laughs> if the audience doesn't know, <laughs> it's Terrell Davis, uh, all, uh, the Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. In my opinion, you went in a little bit too late. Too, well, no, it's never too late. It's always the right time. And I always believe this. Listen, God is... God, May they always say is that he may not come when you want him to come, but he's always going to be on time. Yeah, right. You, so you felt that was on time, or did you? Did you? I thought you were a first ballot guy myself. I, well, I certainly appreciate that. Uh, probably just you felt that way. No, yeah, no, it wasn't. My fantasy football team felt that way. Love it. A lot of how many got, how many way. running backs got two Super Bowls and have rushed for two thousand yards? Yeah, um, and Lee giving P zero, right? <laughs> zero. So when you look at those stats, on, how man. is there any debate in my eyes? Because when I, when I heard that, I was like, this this, this yeah. can't be. Yeah, well, it's nonsense. Because it's the Hall of Fame, and, and I can't 
you know, I can't change that. Like, I, I, I don't vote, and you, you don't have any say-so over that. But I told him, I said, hey, if you gave me something and said, if you do this, then we can put you in earlier. Like, say, hey, TD, if you rush for 100 yards right yeah. now, we'll yeah. put you in the Hall of Fame. I said, then I can go, I can go train for yeah. that. Yeah, you but can't control the outcome. Yeah. Right. yeah, So I have to wait for other people to make a decision on whether I, I go in or not. That's a good outlook, though, to have. Because you don't, like, you're, right. you'll get all mentally fucked up if you worry about what other people are doing. Yeah. You can't control. Sure. And so I never thought about it. And listen, when it happened, it allowed me to appreciate it when it happened because it happened 11 years later. Right. And I had a chance to think about it, see other people go in. And I had a greater, you know, I guess a greater uh, appreciation for it once it happens. So what I mean by God always says that he's going to make it happen when he feels like it's right for you. That's what he did. Cool. But was there any nights where you said, hey, God, can we speed this up a little bit? Because so-and-so got in. And <laughs> I, I know I was better than so-and-so. Yes. Who, who was the guy that you thought you were better than that got in before you? Know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Ross is a gossipy bitch. Rose. I'm just oh, getting no. warmed up. Have <laughs> you seen my life? Come on, daddy. I got a little bit of CBD <laughs> pumping through these veins as well, my dude. <laughs> you got to call a plumber. Man, I, I am jacked. You like an El Camino in a Mexican's front yard. I am just <laughs> jacked. No, but there had, I, been, was, there had been somebody, that right? Was there was really nobody specific. that I was better than. But what I said was that looking at the guys that were going in, you kind of figured this sort of time. So you kind of wait your, your turn. Mm-hmm. And guys are going in. And you're like, okay, he went in. You know, when Jerome Bettis went in, I was like, okay, so now it's time. Yeah. Because Jerome went in. And right or wrong, I had a, I had a, a, a voter who said that TD... He says, fair or unfair, mm-hmm. you can't go in until Jerome Bettis gets in. And I said, all right, fair. Like, I can't control it. If that's the way you guys see it, that's fine. Yeah. I have no problems with it because Jerome deserves to be in. Yeah. So oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And the problem with the hall is just you can't say who, who belongs and who doesn't because all those guys are so good that all, most of the guys, all of them, yeah. who go in deserve to be there. Sure. So I just had to wait my turn. Now, I did say that. If the hall was going to wait until I was 60 years old, right. they can keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had an over-under of like, hey, at 60, at 60 you can go I, to hell. I can't, I can't use it at 60. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know now I mean? you can. Yeah, I can use it now. Yeah. <laughs> so you just like, so, let me ask you this. Do you stand in front of a mirror wearing that gold jacket to stare at yourself or what? You have to, right? I did, I did, the, first, <laughs> I did the first six months. Because it's like fucked up. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, you, but you drive around in it like the first night and go through McDonald's and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Here, I, I here's did, a five. Did, yeah, you have to, I right? Did like when you, win, when you win the Masters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wearing the green jacket, yeah. jacket, yeah. I was on an airplane, as a matter of fact. Uh, you saw the video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on an airplane. I get on, and I, we had just, I think I was flying back. We had flown back to, to Denver um, in a jet, in a private jet, by the way. And then I ended up having to fly home. Hashtag private life. life. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing no, worse than flying commercial, no, is there? They took me from a private jet to a commercial flight. <laughs> that was a big downer. So I left Canton, flew to Denver in a private jet, left Denver, flew to L.A. in a... Uh, L.A. on commercial from commercial. Cleveland? From Cleveland? No, 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 no from Denver. Denver. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So that was fun. I walked on the plane. I had it, I had it on. It was, I was actually, it was in my bag. And then everybody was like, hey, man, let's, let us see the jacket. And I said, you guys want me to put it on? So I put the jacket on right there in the terminal and had, you know, taking pictures with people in the terminal. So I walked on the plane with it and got on the plane and talked to the fans on, on the plane. It was, it was fun. It was really cool to do it, man. And, uh, but that was, that was the last time I actually wore it like, like in public. 
The only time I wear it now. If I were you, I would wear that and nothing else all the time. I would just like cock out. Did your wife say, hey, come home, put on the Hall of Fame jacket, and let's get after it? I wish. I ain't no respect. Listen, my kids, my wife don't care about that jacket. It's weird, right? I love that. That's my favorite thing, how like one of my favorite things is. Wait, 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 real quick. Because I came home, and I said, all right, cool. I said, oh, man, I'm going to run this house now. I got to go with jacket. I'm not going to take out the trash. I'm not washing any dishes. I'm not going to pick up nothing. Yep. That's hilarious. That One of my favorite things is when uh, celebrity and athletes' kids are bigger fans of other people. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Did that happen with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who are your kids' Yeah, who they like? So Cam Newton is my oldest son's uh, okay. favorite. Really? Yeah. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. Yes. Well, Do you he, tell him that? Like, hey, your dad won two. That Cam Newton's not going to win a Super Bowl. It just doesn't register to him. That I'm to do. <laughs> it like will. Cam, because Cam is so cool right now. Sure. Yeah. Cam played in the Super Bowl. I mean, he played with, when he played against the Broncos. But yeah. he didn't win it. He didn't win it. They yeah. don't care. Cam's they don't his care. favorite player. His favorite team, my oldest son's favorite team, the 49ers. My middle son's te- favorite team. He has two favorite teams for some reason. The Browns. All right. And the Jets. I, I like any wow, kid so he who chooses an underdog. Teams is yeah, what yeah. you're saying. But he, no, he chooses an underdog <laughs> yeah. city that's probably not going to win for a while. Yeah. Do you ever walk around and say, cool, those, those teams that you like, they're never going to have rings like your dad has. And then you show them the two oh, Super Bowl so rings. I try, <laughs> I try to persuade them to be more of an L.A. fan. So yeah. the Chargers and the Rams. Okay, well, the Chargers, have, he'd be the only L.A. fan for the Chargers. <laughs> no. Let's face, they don't have uh, one no. fan. They, they don't have one here. single fan I'm there. I grew up a Chargers fan. I'm from San Diego, so I was a huge Chargers fan. They, got, they don't have one. No. Have you been there? Have you have you been to a home game in yeah in the in the new uh, the because they play at the soccer field you know yeah, that right know. it is all the visiting team there and they were it, it was that way in San Diego but they have at least they got more than one thing. Uh, maybe two three <laughs> maybe two I would say stretch goals three maybe yeah one. and it's nice to have goals I had a, I had a vision board above my computer for many years <laughs> you know what I'm saying hey you know what again I want them to be local. And want them to, to like the local team. make a long term investment in your team right you guys are going to be in L A for a while probably yeah you're not leaving are you. Hope not. Yeah, so. I hope not. I hope I'm in LA. Yeah, I did too. Ever thought about coaching? I did coach. I coached high school for two years, um, and it was it was cool. It was cool. I, I like I like high school better because I I had done an internship with the with the Redskins, and I was I was mm. thinking about being a coach. And it was a three week internship, and about halfway through it, I walked to Mike Shanahan and said, "Thank you, but no thank you." I basically I walked out of there. Because I saw their hours. I saw what they put into it. It's crazy, right? And I said, I, I cannot envision my life like and, this. And you looked at that paycheck and you were like, oh, no. The high school coach check is real. Oh, shit. That's, <laughs> what is it, 18 grand? I mean, it's it's something. I, so, honestly, they paid me um, two grand a year. $2,000. $2,000. That's like a meal for you. Like that's like a that's like a Tuesday meal. No, of course not. I was there to help these kids get better and be better young men and and you know and learn the game of football and I enjoyed it, but uh, high school, uh, I just couldn't commit the time to it either. Yeah. So I would I would show up probably two days a week and then their games are on Friday. Sure. And I catch their games, and I was a, I was just a, a position coach and so the head coach ended up getting fired the second year. We had all pro a whole. Uh, NFL uh, coaching staff. Uh-huh. We had Ben Coleman, was the offensive line mm-hmm. coach. Byron Chamberlain was a tight ends coach. What high school was this? It was called uh, 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 Christian. Okay. It was called um, Christ, uh, not Oaks Christian. I would have sent my kids there ASAP. I mean, well, we had just so the, the program just started though. Like we, they built the program from scratch. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
Kind of like an Oak Hill Academy, like that yeah, type of joint. Scratch, and we were gotcha. trying to schedule the big dogs. The problem was we were trying to schedule like modern day. Ooh. Yeah, we schedule Servite. Yeah, they, those schedule. guys have been good for years and right, years. Right. And I mean, those are institutions where, look, you're moving your family there. Yeah. So your kids yeah. are going to get a D1 scholarship. <laughs> and it's the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, over there. And that was not a pretty theory. And then the second year, we in, he ended up getting fired because we were scheduled such uh, steep top competition. And we right. only had like 19 kids on our football team. So we oh, were shit. Speed. Wow. It was a battle of attrition. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't make it. So they, they, they fired him and said, you're putting our kids in, in harm's way. And they, went, they came to me behind his back and asked me to be the head coach. And I told him I, I couldn't commit to it. That's the only sure. reason I was really coaching because was, was because of him. I just couldn't put the time into it. Yeah. Any thought of coaching in the NFL ever? Like, no, I told you I did that internship, and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Really? So, so no, no thought if somebody hired you, hey man, come on and be. How much you paying me, by the way? That's a good question. I also wonder how much you feel responsibility to pass your institutional knowledge on to the next generation. And there's a lot. I of, do it all the time. There's though. a lot of ways to do that without coaching, exactly. though, right? Yeah, you don't have to coach. You know, I'm I'm in the media with the NFL, so I, I have a, a lot of times that I can. See guys on the set at the Super Bowl, at the Combine. I get a chance to pull them aside and talk to them. And I'm not, like, obligated to be there and, you know, spend hours trying to do that. And I, I don't have to have a loyalty to one franchise. I can do it with everybody. So I, I try to do it a lot. Um, you know, I call them up, text them, like Saquon Barkley and Philip Lindsay this year and, you know, guys that I see Who, who do you think is the best young running back in the league right now? Oh man, Saquon. Saquon's probably. He's got to be Saquon. What, what's up with this guy? He's he's pretty legit. He's a right? real deal. He's. I, I I remember the first time I saw Saquon. I was watching USC play Penn State yeah. in the Rose Bowl, and I I went to that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm watching, and he just he caught my. I'm like, who is this guy? I had never heard of him before that. So I text my buddy Anthony Lynn, who's the head coach of the mm -hmm. Chargers. His son went there, and I said, Anthony, who is this kid? Um, and he says, TD, he said, he's the real deal. Yeah. And I he said, is. okay. He's got the whole package. Like, it's two baddies up there, to be honest, because in a major – the Giants, In a yeah. major – like, I know New York is New York, but in a, the Giants, fuck the Giants. <laughs> Anyways, uh, in a What's better – Why are you taking that personal? Why, what's up well, with I'm that? just saying, I don't, I don't care. The okay. Giants suck. Uh, so, in a better media market for him, he would be – he's a good-looking dude. He does everything well. What do you mean better media market? What media market is he? What, what do you mean the better he's in the better New York. Media He just market. has a shitty team. That's what, that's what I mean. The shit. It's not the. It's not the market itself. It's the Giants. No one gives a fuck about the Giants. Yeah. Right. I don't. I think they do. I think they do too. We do. But when when they when I don't they become think so. good, the network. when they become good again, who is your team growing up? Who, who's Denver. your guys? Denver man. Denver. Are yeah. you a Denver guy? Do you live in Denver? Yeah, I was a Denver native, and I uh, grew up there, and I actually went to the Super Bowl and saw him play, and you know so. And then we met years later through a business deal, and it was actually kind of surreal. So I was like, I was at all the games. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty. I was rad, at the yeah. game where you got two thousand yards. Well, yeah. So, oh, you were there. Right? I remember yeah, I seeing there. you there too. By the yeah, way, do you have like, that ball? TD. I was like, oh, I know that. I'll see you in about ten I'm years. Like, I'm going to meet yeah. this guy in like twenty years <laughs> down the road. Do you, down the road. So you saw him carrying Elway those last two years. Oh yeah, pretty I'm much. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let me ask kidding. you this: Do you ever call John Elway and leave messages on his phone and be like, hey, you know what? You wouldn't have shit without me, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still sore from carrying. I might. I might do that. I'm kidding. You should do it. It'd be fucking hilarious if you did that. No. Super you know how it is, man. Not, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Hey, listen, he, we all played a role. That's that was important. We had to play that role. It, it really was, and I, I felt Denver itself played really. I, you guys were the definition of team ball. I think during yeah, those two time, years yeah. of the Super Bowl, yeah. absolutely. I'm a diehard Falcons fan. You guys beat us. 
That's the Super Bowl I was at. Oh, you were at that yeah. game, yeah. boy. Yeah, my pleasure. You guys were doing the dirty. You guys were doing the dirty bird. Yeah, we, we in the stands. We created Jamal. the dirty donkey. We still, we still have not won yet. Yeah, we we're doing the dirty donkey back at yeah. all. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that was, was going down when when Eugene Robinson got arrested the night before. <laughs> I was like, we're not going to win this. Oh, we did too. Uh, you did right. Do you guys talk about oh, that? Oh, we in the did room? too. Oh, absolutely. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is hilarious. No, this by is the way. real. Yeah. So that. You, hey, that, do you want to tell the audience what happened with Eugene Robinson? So they don't yeah, get arrested for soliciting prostitutes <laughs> the night before the game. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Miami. I, yeah, it was he crazy. Was in Miami. I woke yeah. up and I came downstairs to to have breakfast and and were, everybody's in the you know little like I guess it's a uh, the little. In the hotels, what do they call them? The uh, lobby, not the lobby, but they have a little little, little, little conference nook. room. Yeah, conference oh, yeah. room basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and they have business food in there. center, <laughs> fax machines and, everywhere. And, and I can just hear. Every, I mean, everybody's flipping through the newspaper and they're reading all, reading the newspapers all over the uh, the place where we're eating breakfast. And you can just hear chatter like, "Oh man, yeah." <laughs> and uh, and then when, when as soon as I walked in, somebody's like, "Did you hear what happened?" I'm like, "No, what happened?" And uh, it was like uh, Eugene Robinson got arrested last night. And the first thing I thought was. Got him. <laughs> got him. I knew it because I was up. We were up late partying, getting ready yeah. for the Super Bowl and stuff. Out, you know, I'm a hilarious. college kid, and I'm like, oh, no, we just lost. Like, <laughs> I didn't even have that's to watch the, the, the game. Sign. That's yeah, the yeah. sign. That's the sign. Anything I was like, like we that, just that, goes, lost. that goes on before a game like that, you know it is not a good sign. No. Every single time. And, and he was the humanitarian of the of year. Of the year. Of the year. Like, <laughs> oh, that no. night. The, yes, that I, night. He got I the trophy. Like, hey, you're the nicest, greatest person. Yeah. For well, giving back to the NFL, what are you going to do now? I'm going to get a prostitute. <laughs> I'm going to get a prostitute. Celebrate this. Well, award. would you rather get a prostitute or go to Disney World? That's what everybody says. I'm going to Disney World. That's Fuck a that. toss up. Well, you probably, probably felt like you earned it. Yeah, like, you know, it's like yeah. a free pass. Life's a journey. Yeah. Like, you hey, either get a prostitute or you go to Disney I get a free World pass. There's life. no way I can get caught for this now. No. I'm the humanitarian. No, not at all. You not know? at all. That time it was well, it didn't work out for him, I guess. So. <laughs> exactly. So that, that was a that was I, a bad choice. Yeah, By the it was way, a like, terrible. You know, like what should I do tonight? It's a terrible Maybe choice. Maybe wait one more goddamn night. Yeah, yeah. one more <laughs> night. One more night to get if he had waited one Just more saying. night, it would have been fine. And they, you guys, who knows what would have happened? You, but the opportunity was there. I guess. Uh, like you just couldn't pass it up. It's the crime. But hey, you know, Eugene, crime is, listen, Eugene yeah. is uh, he's a good friend. You know, I see him often and. Uh, I appreciate you doing, you know, I appreciate it, but, you know, uh, boy, Eugene, I look, no, I love you as a Falcons fan, but in Craigslist, 200 roses means something else, brother. Come on. That's showbiz, baby. Um, I, I know what that means, obviously. How long did you end up playing? How many years? Uh, 95 to 2001, right? Yeah. Thank you. So seven years, S seven years. I retired at the beginning of my eighth year. My eighth year, I was on injured reserve. Yeah. So yeah. I don't count that year. So it's, it's eight years, but. Technically seven. I love that's how great you were, that you only played seven years, and you yeah. are a Hall of Fame running back, which is amazing. What, what, did, did the injuries and all that stuff take its toll? Uh, and that's why you got it. Like, you left on your own, right? No. I didn't I know wish. That. I, I wish. I didn't know I that. just couldn't play anymore. So, really? Yeah, the game kicked me out. And so the last year, actually the last three years, I couldn't, I just couldn't play. And I was just, I was always hurt. I mean, I remember watching you in games where you, like, the, the reporters would be talking about how you have a fucking migraine on the sideline and you go in and fucking get beat up on a couple of runs. Like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Yeah. How, the, how do you the even migraine, do that? The migraines are tough, but I can still perform physically. Yeah. So. If you it, got the focus, yeah. Yeah, because even though the, the headaches are pounding and, you know, the nausea and you know, all that stuff, I was able to work through that because I, I had dealt with that my entire life. Right. And so I've I played in games with that. The, the hard part is playing when you, when you don't have – 
you know, your knees, you have swelling in your knees, mm-hmm. or you have pain, you have sprained ankles, or high, high ankle sprains, or turf toe, or, or something with your lower body as a back is tough to play. Yeah. So I could fight through the migraines. It was just the physical things. I, I would play one week and look fine, and then I'd miss two games. Yeah. Right? And I'd play again, look fine, and then I'd miss three games. So right? let's let's bring in just, your company that you're, you're doing now, Defy. Yeah. Uh, do you think if you had access to this kind of treatment back then, you would have had a longer career? I think there's no question about it because I retired because I had uh, inflammation in my, yeah. in my knee and in my joints, and I couldn't get it out. And your, choice, your choices at that point are like, Surgeries that put you out or taking pills. That's right? what it is. It's taking more pills. It's it's just, you know, doing it. And I wasn't a big fan of that at the time. And uh, and even if I did uh, do that, it still just wasn't, it just wouldn't respond. Right. And so I was concerned with taking pills because of kidney issues and then being yeah, addicted to yeah. it, long-term effects of taking the pills. And it just, you know... We hear stories about it, and you try to mask it. It wasn't healing. It was just masking the issues. Yeah. And so what we have here is def- in Defy is that we have an all-natural product in CBD that is the highest quality you can get, and it, it really has transformed my life. And, I, and like I said before, this is probably the most transformative ingredient within the last 10 years. And, and, and this, in, in the future, this is the future of sports. Yeah, I agree. The science community is already behind it, and now Congress – like two weeks ago, right past that farm bill that's going to allow production of CBD. So th- there's a whole lot of shit going yeah. on for you. Yeah. Guys. yeah. Are, and are you following that as a company? Like, hey, are you are you watching what's going on in Congress and the NFL? Yeah. Ab- well, absolutely. That's. I mean, the business side of it is fascinating. You know, I came from the investment world where there's a lot of regulation. You know, hedge funds, mutual funds, all that stuff. Get that mic up closer. Yeah. Oh, okay. there sorry. You go. And. Uh, you know the when we were so we you know we became friends and we started looking into some of these things and then you know CBD came along and it was uh, it's like the wild west right now so you know there's a lot of things that that need to happen uh, but there, there but, is yeah because we we've been pitched CBD yeah. companies and oh, they'll, yeah. they'll send All you packets time. in the yeah. mail. Uh, we tried the gummy bears, I believe. I I've for- tried everything. Yes. Tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We, uh, yeah, my, man. Our audience knows what I've tried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and some of the stuff, I mean, it's probably well, some good stuff, but a lot of stuff you have to really be careful because it might say one thing. How is it regulated? Well, Correct. especially right. if well, you're then, a fucking athlete that gets tested or, or something like that. Like, you can. Well, if you have CBD, I mean, you should be fine. Yeah, but guys pop you have hot the, for you should be, THC. Yeah. Guys well, pop ours, ours has zero THC. Yeah, zero so, right, exactly. So, yeah. ours is backed by. That's what I'm saying. There's. When you talk about a difference in a product, there the spectrum is as big as it gets because you have right. people that are grinding this out in like you know a, their basement yep. to what we're doing, which is in a lab. It's scientific. It's scientifically backed, and it's measurable and repeatable. And so you know that the, you know the regulation and, and there's standards that need to come into it are going to be actually a good thing because right now yeah, there's sure, a yeah. lot of there's there's a lot of fraud you know there's a lot of snake oil sales there's got to be yeah. a there's lot. Yeah. A, a lot, lot. Yeah, yeah. a lot we, you know, we people, get pitched it all the time people oh, are yeah. trying that's to come why and I bring make, it up yeah. because in particular for veterans yep they always go the veteran route and say no 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 it'd be great for them great for them and I was like great send us a sample and then you know Dan will try to whatever and be like this this I don't feel anything this is yep. shit yeah yeah and you know the other thing too is a lot of the products out there so we've that's why it's taken us so long to to get to where we are because we. We, we did it the right way all the way along from the formulation of the drinks to the type of, you know, who we're doing, getting the CBD from to the delivery system. Because, you know, everybody, I mean, I can't tell you how many meetings we went into and where people were like, 
Nobody else can do what we do. Yeah. yeah. This is Everybody the best thing that. that We're the only ones that. in the world can do it. No. This is the best thing ever. Really? That's and what I used to say to girls in college. No one else can <laughs> do what I do. What I'm going to do in the bedroom tonight is going to be the best <laughs> night of your life. Like, it's not true. And it's it not worked, true. It worked yeah. a few times. I but mean, then, it worked but enough then. times, but I knew I couldn't deliver on that promise. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the same thing. And so there, you know, it's, that's why we're, we're excited about it because we know what we're yeah. doing is right. And when, when the FDA comes in as they should, I mean, we want to work with them, not against them. You know, we're, we welcome all that stuff, but there's a lot of people in the industry that are, that are there to make a buck and get out Right. and they're going to be forced out at some point, yeah, but turn and burn, right? Yeah, yeah. Turn and burn. And the other thing too is, uh, and this is a big problem that we found. There's a lot of products on the market that say, say they have CBD in it. We've yeah. tested them. Some yeah. products don't even have, there's nothing in yeah. it. What are you they know? using as a substitute? Let me ask you. It's probably you that. just oil and, and filler, right? It's bullshit. Who knows? Probably I have no idea. I've probably taken, you know, because we've tried a lot of this stuff yeah, yeah. and <laughs> a little, you know, I've probably taken some stuff that I shouldn't have taken, you yeah. know, but yeah, was in, there, in the, was the there, trial was process. Nice where you were like, oh shit, that was not CBD. This is so I was like, this what was that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, there was I was at a bar in West Hollywood and I felt like that. He goes, No, 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 it's CBD. And I was like, This is not a CBD. <laughs> You're like, Why am I so let me ask you this. Why is it just yeah. a pupil? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, where's Do the rest you, of yeah. my eye? So you have, uh, <laughs> I mean, we know CBD is getting more pervasive now. So it's uh, the effects of it are, are becoming more well known. But so you had migraines before. You have yeah, joint inflammation, all, yeah. all this other stuff. What is it What is it helping you with personally? So the biggest thing is really the, the migraine, and it's allowed me to get off my my anti-inflammatory. So with migraine headaches, the one thing I was taking, well, anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Something called naproxen. So you have like uh, uh, hypertension in your, in your, the top of your head. Cause I've had the same issue, right? Yeah. But with migraine. So, so what they yeah. gave me for, so for migraine, they told me what could possibly cause it. And yeah. you might as well just, I might as well live in a bubble. Yeah, it's it's nonsense. Everything yeah. Yeah, can it's cause like it. Like sleep hygiene, light. Yep. Like uh, tension in the top of your scalp because they, they're doing eating, like eating chocolate. I mean, yeah, being all in altitude, uh, sunlight. Yeah, like uh, fuck that. Everything, gremlins. right? You can't gremlins. Yeah, gremlins. I'm still worried about gremlins. gremlins. You can't feed them <laughs> after midnight. No, you can't feed them after. Don't midnight. feed those things. Do so, so with that, what they put me on, they prescribed was the uh, anti-inflammatory naproxen, yeah. and so for years I'm on anti-inflammatories. Yeah. The problem is. My kidneys, I'm concerned yeah, it about fucks that, you up, right? Yeah. And so and I'm always worried. So I got off of it for, I don't know, a few weeks and I'm like, okay, I'm tired of taking it, I'm not gonna take it. But I'm always concerned about a migraine and mm-hmm. sometimes the migraine comes. Yeah. Well the last year I've been taking the C B D and it really acts as an anti inflammatory to me. So I can't make any claims about anybody else, but it has allowed me to stop taking my migraine medication, which is awesome. And that's why I feel so good. I don't worry about having an episode now. I'm not I'm not afraid to go a workout because working out was actually one of the causes yeah, I had yeah. exertional migraines. Yep. So I can play football and the, and the trigger could just happen. Right. I can go lift weights, the trigger could happen. I can look at a light, the trigger could happen. I don't fear that anymore. So that's what that's how it's helped so me. So like in freeze my life. you up to live your life. Exactly. Well, You're not always yeah. walking around on an eggshell just trying to figure out. Cause I used to fly an airplane. Yeah. And uh, as a pilot. How many hours? You, oh, 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 you actually flew the plane. How many hours yeah, you got? Pilot. What kind of birds? I got six hundred hours. Ooh. I had a Mooney ovation. Right, really? Two thousand six ovation. We yeah. got to hook up with Jared and this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One you, of our co-hosts. You want to roll? You want to roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've one, got a, one of our co-hosts okay. was Air Force. Yeah, we got so, a plane. Yeah, he, he flies helicopters. What you got? Which, which one? Stuff. You got a real, a real plane there. Mm, uh, what you got? I don't know. He's got a little bird. So he flies helicopters. Yeah, we have all sorts of stuff. A bonanza. What is he flying? He flew to the Bahamas last week. Yeah. And 
from from from, where? Uh, from Florida, somewhere in Florida. Somewhere in Florida, Florida yeah. yeah. I, I flew to the Bahamas from California. Did you oh, really? Shit. That was a trip. That's yeah. a long way. Did you know that's a that John Denver way. doc and be like, hey, man, yeah, yeah. I, I did watch it. I did watch it. You have to or watch JFK it. Jr., he right? went down in 20 seconds. Because he has spatial disorientation. Um, I mean, he was just, because when you fly, and you, people don't think this is possible. You need a co-pilot. No, when you fly into God a cloud. God is your co-pilot. When you, yeah, yeah. You, you, don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't think this is possible, but you have no idea what's up, what's down. Yeah, if you lose the horizon, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you're and so fucked. it's like, how do you not know that you, people think like you can feel the gravity in there, but you can't. You can't. No, right? you have so to check the instruments. Is the instruments, only thing you got. You have yeah. to trust the instruments. Yeah. Instruments. He was not instrument rated. Ah, so he, that's, he went to bad mm. weather, and he thought he was pulling up, but he was actually inverted. And so he went down. Oof. Well, the same wow. thing happened to JFK Jr. Jr. Right? Yeah, yeah. close. That was like uh, I was in New York when that happened. Yeah. Uh, I was in. Well, that's what I was, I was thinking about. JFK, yeah. not, not yeah. Denver. Yeah, either way. Yeah, uh, look, both of them died in a plane crash. But yeah. um, John Denver was like 28 seconds. I was like, ah, eh, and then boom, yeah. gone. And you're like, oh, did he shit. pilot that plane though? He did. He did. Yeah. John Denver was about that life. <laughs> wasn't about anything <laughs> no, else, but he was about that life. But uh, he liked JFK uh, Jr. He liked West Virginia, I thought it was weather. It wasn't weather, huh? It was weather, but it wasn't the weather that brought him down. It was the fact it's he tried to maneuver. Thing. He yeah. tried to maneuver gotcha. where he can't, what he couldn't see. He wasn't instrument rated, and it really tests you because you're looking at something. You have to trust the instruments. If you if you go off sensation and what you think the plane is reacting to, it is no. That's a bad. That's a bad time right there. Good. Yeah, yeah. You don't it's, want to do that. It's not good. So you you still fly today? I do not fly today. Why not? So uh, 2010, actually 2006. Um, no, 10, when we had our first child, my okay. wife and I, uh, my wife was my co-pilot. No more flying. We would roll, and uh, <laughs> when we got pregnant, she just she was done. She did not want to take any more chances, so I got a plane sitting there in the hangar, and it's burning a hole in my pocket. So really? Like, didn't do, make do sense. Did you miss it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I, used to, I used to take and go play golf a lot, and mm-hmm. so now when I'm playing golf, I'll see a plane fly over. I'm like, Damn. Oh, man. I'm like. Yeah. God, I missed that. It's a Morgan Freeman look out the window in Shawshank <laughs> on that bus. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get busy living or get busy, busy dying. dying. Have you ever, I was uh, so excited. I have, you ever jumped out of, have you ever jumped out of a plane? I did. I did that with my, with my wife. We jumped uh, tandem. Yeah, nice. We, you know, we, we, we do it all. We, I tried to well, do you it. didn't do tandem together. You no, did. we did it with <laughs> hell no. We did it with an instructor. Like, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. How did, how did this male, presumably male instructor, feel with a fucking beef castle know, strapped right? to the oh, front of his chest? <laughs> yeah. Right on my damn. He was on my back. <laughs> he was, right? You were yeah. wearing Did him like a fucking a little bit? Like, hey, man, <laughs> just because you're behind me doesn't mean you're really behind me. Yeah. So don't think. Yeah. Nah, I didn't give a damn. I didn't give a damn. I didn't care where he was, brother. As long as you get me down safely. That's all I cared about. <laughs> when I jumped, because I, I did it. I did it. Yeah, I did it. I did a tandem as well. And like, yeah. there was a guy behind me. I flexed up a little bit. I let him know. <laughs> Congratulations, dude. These are bear traps. Don't try to stick a paw in. Yeah, don't, do don't, don't try to stick a paw. In. You're gonna get caught in the bear trap. Yeah. Um, so that's, let's, that's how I was. Let's get back to the company Defy. Tell me, tell me about the name and why you chose it. Because I, I think I know, but I want to hear the well, story. Defy is based off just sort of. Uh, it's kind of my life, really, and just breaking through barriers, defying anything that. I was told I couldn't do, we couldn't do, yeah. defying limitations, defying race, defying age, uh, just all that stuff. And it, it just sort of uh, encompasses everything. And to me, it's just an attitude that I like to, you know, you tell people, man, listen, whatever it is, you defy it. 
And because you know how it is, people are always going to tell you what you can't do. Yeah, fuck and, that. Uh, we want to yep. defy. I'm a, I'm 46 years old. I'm trying to defy. You know, age. You're doing it now. I'm trying yeah, to you're age. I'm trying to defy. He's he not so, gay. Wait, did you, you look? Great. <laughs> he, I mean, <laughs> really, really he's super, great. He flexed up on me right there. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Look, tries it for the guys. You see that try on this guy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Come like, on, oof. dude. God, I'm getting the hard. The curls are for the girls. I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's gonna break I'm this glass. Trouble picking up this glass, or I might. Soul. Yeah, you're, you're still in shape. Look, there's a lot of players who aren't in shape afterwards. It's hard. What do you attribute yeah. that Let me to? tell you why. Freddie Mitchell's raising his hand no. over there. He said he's got a wealth belly over there. Uh, yeah, it's t- you know, it's hard. It's tough, right? Let me tell you why it's hard. You know, when you're working out and you're training to play football, all right, that's already difficult because it's it is it's the top training condition. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you don't have the motivation to, otherwise you're training. You're thinking, why am I training? Yeah. What am I doing? I ask myself that question damn near every day. Like, TD, you're not playing football again. What are you doing? So what's the answer? Looking good for your wife. I Looking just, good for everybody I, else. I try to fool myself. I just try to mentally just tell myself that I am training for something. And I don't ever want – number one, I think I have three kids now. So I try to, I'm trying to make sure I'm doing everything that I can do internally from a health standpoint and externally from a health standpoint to be there for my kids. Right? That's, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. And, you know, to the health aspect of it, I mean, it's – so, you know, our kind of, we're going to have a defined nation. It's going to be like a community yeah, that right. supports. And I mean, so part of this also is defining, you know, really what's, what's going on. I mean, it, w- w- some of the stuff that we were talking about CBD earlier yeah. is this is, this is going to, this is going to really be extremely impactful to the pharmaceutical industry because it's real. Yeah, and they you don't know, give up. This, they don't give up easy. No, and no, you know, like they're a bunch of assholes. Man, I'll tell you, like, <laughs> frankly, yeah. well, you know, look, that, that's a cartel, in my opinion. I fucking hate the pharmaceutical industry. Total, they're you know, they're when, a bunch of fucking vultures. Well, and you know, so to your point, like the, the difference here. So TD, when we we started doing this concept, and he started taking CBD a year ago and working out, he's back down to his plane weight. We'll we'll show you the video. We'll show you a preview of the video later. But like of our you know our company, but it's back down to his plane weight. Looks like he can play. You know he feels great. But but the the big difference is to your point with no, it's not only no side effects, meaning no negative side effects, right. but it's actually you know this is a this is an ingredient that can help heal you. So it's actually truly a a medicinal thing. Sure. You know, yeah. and so everything else out there, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, fix you. It, it's just a band aid. Yeah, and it, and well, it, if anything, you know. it fucks you up. You know, so like, I mean, I remember when my my boy was ten. The funniest thing, and I was like, that's that was also you know just one of these things that just popped it. It just sticks in my head. We're watching TV and we're watching one of those commercials, and at the end of the commercial, it's like, this could make your eyes bleed. Uh, you know, you <laughs> yeah, might yeah, you yeah. might self combust. You could die. Anal you might grow another yeah. arm. <laughs> and I'm like, how? What the fuck? And you're like, how the fuck is this legal? Yes. You know? Yeah. And my dad was like, so my son like he like literally looks up and he's like, Dad, who would ever take that? You know? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Seventy percent of million people. Most people. Yeah. So, but that's that's. There's so many things that are uh, that are promoted uh, health-wise by just activity. If you're active, drink a lot of water and be active, you can solve so much shit. But somebody like you that's been through the physical trauma is a strong word, but the physical yeah, trauma no, you've it's, been it's through trauma. is yeah. like it will like severely limit your ability to do shit later in life. And veterans face this shit all the time. Right. So I was just talking to Josh earlier. He runs a, a UTI treatment program called D Mana. D E M A N N A. I think it's is yeah, that how you spell yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So they do uh, 
One, one of the big things with them is activity, keeping sh- stuff moving through the body, exactly. drinking a lot yeah. of water and all that stuff. Yeah. But you can't do that if you're all fucked. But if your knees what, are all swollen up and shit, right. you just yeah. can't that's, do it. That's a great point because I, I wanted to be more active. Yeah. I just couldn't. You know, because I've had the in, you know inflamed knees, yeah. where I had I had li- limited mobility and range in my knee where, motion where I couldn't even do a squat, and so that yeah, that's not that's not enjoyable to go work out the feeling that no, way, man. right? So like when you, you feel better, yeah. you're gonna want to go work out, yeah. And that's what it's done for me. It's allowed me to go work out and feel like oh wow. And it's man, not just a, it's not just a physical thing either. It's a psychological. Like Absolutely. endorphins get released, serotonin is increased. All the stuff that makes you happy as a human being happens when you're active at a more efficient level. There is no right? question. No it's, question. It's ridiculous. About it. So when I see something like there's so much, there's been so much resistance. I think people are starting to fucking calm down now. Yeah. But there's been so much resistance to CBD, even even though there's no THC. Well, you right. know, the, it's so ridiculous. Man. In the so back to the defy. Yeah. The, you know what are. Our, our real angle here is to create a real mainstream product. I mean, that's what we're doing. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like the anti-drug campaign because everybody's so focused on, well, it's some way associated with marijuana, even though whether it's hemp or yeah. it, it's, it's not, it's not what it, this is about. This is about something that can be helpful. So, you know, when you see kind of our, our kind of campaign, if you will, it's really, it's about the opposite of drugs, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's you know these other these other uh, brands that have been out there for years. They don't they don't want to see this come out, yeah. you know. So no, they're trying sure, to keep yeah. that they're trying to keep the the angle on it about the THC side, the no, psychoactive F- side. Pfizer it's nothing and about companies that. that produce Percocet and all this other bullshit. They're f- yeah. afraid to death of you guys. They're they're dreading this whole like two weeks ago when that fucking farm bill passed. They're like yeah. fuck, it's man. coming. It's now coming. What? It's coming it's soon. It. And like we're coming. And look, we we travel everywhere around the United States for the biggest games and all that stuff. You and I were in a city where they were actually putting shots of CBD inside drinks at a bar. Yeah, you pay an extra two dollars, and it was like, oh man, yeah. it's almost still a little yeah, bit taboo. When you look over well, your shoulder, yeah. you're well, like, yo, am I, can I, <laughs> can I do shot? that? Can I do this? Can I? Like, yeah. It's 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 coming fast and it's taking over. It is, and, and I think this year, if I'm not mistaken, it would be the first year that there's going to be a Super Bowl commercial that's ran with a CBD car. No, it, it was, I think it got booted. No, it got it was a, it was a I'll marijuana get, based commercial, it and was, it got uh, it, it got, got kicked by off the NFL. By the NFL, yeah. Yeah. five million it was, it for was a thirty second spot. It was it was a spot was, about I, yeah. I, was, I thought it was just CBD. No, they were talking about both. I mean, they were talking about both. That's why I got next. Yeah, yeah, but it, you that's can't stupid. Have both. That's you can't stupid. Have both. Like no. we can drink this shit, which we're murdering ourselves with yes. slowly over time. <laughs> but well, you are, uh, Dan. Let's face it. <laughs> I've never seen a human drink like Dan. <laughs> if you don't know Anthony, Anthony Holloway, this guy double Tito's everywhere he goes. They I, I his like name is double Tito's. Yeah, double Dan, double Dan. Yeah. I do don't double drink, down, yeah. double Dan. Exactly. It's, it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is. Get your but double Tito. The, well, yeah. the point is, is that I could smoke weed every day forever, and because THC is fat soluble, not water soluble. Yeah, it's going to clog my neural channels a little bit. You got to flush that out every now and again. But there's no long term damage to my liver and kidneys, right? My yeah. pancreas, yeah. Absolutely. et cetera. That this fucking alcohol is fucking me up. I know. You know what I mean? But it's so, okay to drink that. Yeah, not only is it okay to drink that, but like you take pills, for example. Great, it's okay to prescribe that. What's the harm and danger in, in CBD is what I don't like. Why are you resisting that when you'd rather push everything else that could actually kill you? Well, well th- yeah. you know, look, th- think about, I mean, w- w- when marijuana was first made illegal, it was because Hearst 
was it was about it was about hemp paper. It wasn't even about it was about the, the timber drug. industry. Yeah, it was yeah. about timber versus hemp. They wanted to control so, the paper production so, in the you 1930s. Know, it's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Dude. I mean, if you look at the like, history, they didn't, they didn't even call it marijuana back then. They called it cannabis, and then they yeah. changed it to marijuana to make it sound more Hispanic. To and, make it and, scarier yeah, yeah. to Americans, and that's it's where so like Reefer stupid. Madness came out. So yeah. it was big business. That's Madness. No, it's so. Oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. It it's is. Like, you were gonna die. Yeah. Marijuana use. Like, <laughs> it's, you. it's all these teenagers hang, hanging out with like people in their thirties, and the people in their thirties are smoking weed. So the teenagers start doing it, and then somebody gets murdered at a fucking party. Yeah, because you know how often people on that are smoking weed. Just randomly shoot yeah. people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. That's As opposed to alcohol. Times in life. You know, Super alcohol never so causes stupid. fights no. or oh violence. So yeah. stupid. You you know, know, it's actually on YouTube. Madness. It's yeah. on YouTube. All right. It was made by Check the United out. States government. It's a massive Broadway play. It has been it's for so years. It's so funny. Oh, Holy you're talking shit. about the real reform. Like, yes. that was actually you could the, go the, on YouTube the, and the watch public that shit. government. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, made a fucking like promotional and video. And they made a play anti- after it. And, oh, and it's so a Broadway funny. play. Like, uh, Kristen Bell was in Like, a bunch of people. This is going on for years and years and yeah. years. But originally, it was a scare tactic from the government of like, hey, here's what happens if you smoke reefer. Chances <laughs> yeah, are, you're so a bad funny. kid. It's so you're going to die. It's so funny. And if you watch it, you're like, no way is this going on. But then, you know, the next commercial after it was like, cigarettes are great for you. Oh, yeah. Nine out of Takes care of a cop. Takes care of a fucking American spirit cigarette. It's like, crazy. Do you remember fuck? when people used to smoke on planes? That was the cra- that That's was like, weird, the, like think about it. It was the craziest thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just hot that? boxing in a plane. It, weird. People right? were, and they, hey, they were built. Ashes were built into the seats. Oh yeah. yeah. I was a child, but like, I mean, I remember. I like, still remember flying on planes that had the asteroids and the fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. I was on TWA. Remember TWA? Yeah, oh, yeah. I love yeah. TWA. They don't exist anymore. There's no, nothing like an airline no, stewardess from TWA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just smoking as they served you. Yeah, too. yeah they don't give a shit. They yeah. were smoking. Yeah, they were like, can I use your ashtray? Everybody cool. was partying. Everybody was smoking. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had players at halftime of games smoking cigarettes. Oh, in yeah. Room. One of my favorite memories in sports is Jim Leland from the Pittsburgh Pirates smoking in the dugout. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but there's no, there's no rule against it, right? So he just did it. He didn't care. There well, yeah, now. Back, well, now, there back, back, back then there was. There is now. No, there are coaches. I mean, coaches were smoking. Yeah, everybody was smoking. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. There was a the there's a famous, there's a famous shot of a, one of the Super Bowl halftimes where the quarterback is smoking a lot. Namath. Uh, I don't think it was yeah. Namath. I didn't I he smoke on the sideline one time? Yeah, he smoked on the sideline. Yeah. There was another guy in the locker room. Uh, fuck, it was for the Colts. Quarterback of the Colts. He was great. So I'm going to get killed yeah, for this by our Johnny, fans. Was it Johnny Yu? I, I believe Johnny, so. Yeah. Was it really? I, I think I might get killed by our fans for this. But yeah, it, it, smoking and just in at halftime, just thinking about life. And you're like, just man. It's like, man, I got to chill out for a second. Yeah. So, hey, so let <laughs> me ask you this. With, with yeah. the CBD, did you originally start with marijuana? We were smoking that or trying to... No, no, no. no. Here's, 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 here's was a crazy fact. I have never smoked marijuana in my life. Zero. Really? Never. So this isn't like a Barack Obama thing where it was just like, hey, <laughs> no, 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 never, never. So and, and the reason there's, there's the no reason, pictures coming out from when you were oh, in college. I can promise you, I can promise you, no, there, there's nothing out there. Right. So, <laughs> and the reason is, so when I grew up, my dad, my dad, um, my dad would actually give my my brothers and I, well, didn't give it to me, uh, marijuana. Yeah, and uh, in L.A. No, this is in San Diego. Yeah, he grew up in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, San Diego. Sorry, same San same Diego. city. Let's face it, California's so, California. So I'm getting all my dad smoked and stuff around the house, and even at a, a young age, I always wanted to do things opposite of what my brothers were doing. So you know, they were smoking. My dad would give it to him, and you know, not that I knew anything about what it would do and all that stuff. I just didn't want to do it. 
And so as a kid growing up, I was always trying to do it the opposite. When they do something, I do something opposite, different. As I, I got older and realized what it was and had friends doing it, there's something about it where I just didn't want to go that, that way. And when I started playing sports. Yeah, obviously I, you have to avoid it, it at that right. point. Then, yeah. I, then I knew that I certainly didn't want to mess with that. And, and I didn't know anything else as I got older, but you know, I, had, I was drinking probably at the age of 13 or something. Had a few, I didn't like that. And I don't want to experience anything else other than that because I was afraid that that can lead to other things. Gateway drug. That's what I, I, yeah. in my mind. That's what I thought. Yep. So even as a guy that was being peer pressured into trying to smoke that at parties, I wouldn't do it. And of course, when I obviously made it into like college, and I, I, there's no way I was going to touch it. In pros, there's definitely no way I was going to touch it. Not yeah, because that. you know of uh, it's not worth other, it. Man. It just wasn't worth yeah. it. It was illegal. We couldn't do it. Too much money on the Too line. Much, yeah, yeah, just I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess with it. So, what do you think that's going now with all the CBD stuff? So, if you take these CBD supplements on a regular basis in the four majors, so baseball, basketball, uh, hockey, and football, are you going to get? Are you going to pop hot if you're taking the CBD product? Well, so not uh, you know on ours. Yeah, not on ours because they, te- we they have, test for THC. <clears throat> they test we for THC. Zero. We have zero. But, but THC. are you guys on that list for all all you know the major sports that are like hey if you take Defy you're good. Well, there is no. I don't even think there is a list yet. There's but for Major League Baseball, there is not yet. Yeah, for Major League Baseball, we would love to be. We would love to work with the NFL into setting guidelines and letting our product be the standard for what they will look at and say you you know this is NFL approved. As the NFL pro- the yeah. reason why I think that it is not going to happen is because the NFL is not making any money off of it. I think eventually they will get into the C- into CBD, but they want to they want to make some money off of it. Even with gambling, gambling just got legalized in all fifty states, and they just partnered with uh, Caesars yeah, Hotel. With Caesar, yeah, yep. and it's like, hey man, we Especially know you're getting Raiders, into yeah. gambling yeah. with Caesars. Like we see this, but here's Do you the think de- that's he- eventually going to happen. But with here's CBD? but here's the deal. I think that they're not going to have a choice at some point because it's going to be right now it's, it's heading in a, in a direction where players will have the right to use it because it's not going to be. a. Well, you guys stuff. got the it negotiation coming up, right? So, so the new collective bargaining agreement is coming up soon. It comes There's, I think 2021. Yeah. Yes. They're already in negotiation. Now we were talking to a couple of guys last night. Yeah. Uh, so now is the time to make that move. I think, right. You have to like, Make the push. You have to make the push Absolutely. at some point because it's not about it's not about now. It is, but it's not just about now. It's about the future of the league. And if the yeah. CTE stuff and all the injuries, yeah, the eighteen like the the life cycle of an NFL player is now down to eighteen months on average. And it used to be three wow. years. Yeah, it used yeah, to be three yeah. years. Like what the that's fuck, crazy. man? At some point, you have to protect it. Like I do a lot of uh, CPG, like consumer package good stuff. Uh-huh. If I realized my product was was getting fucked up way too early. Outside of my window of max uh, profit, I would do something about it immediately. And they're doing it with the rules and stuff, but you, there's so much more you can do. Yeah, they, you know, the, the NFL, they're, they're certainly going in that direction. They're looking at all options for players. I think uh, Roger Goodell said about a year ago that they were looking at allowing players to smoke marijuana. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. yeah. He, so he, he said it. So yeah, he, he said it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's words out of his mouth. That's a while. Exactly. That's a while he back. said that. So they're exploring this. Every day, they're not sitting there saying we're not looking at it because they are. The NFL is not sitting back saying that they don't want to mess with it forever. Yeah. They're saying let us just take a look at it. 
and like you said, they're they're kind of slow to react. They're they're like one of them very slow. Very Here, slow. To here's react. the problem then, with that: the NFL sees themselves as a product, and they are for sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So they want to they want to react to the community properly, but they're also a trendsetter. If the NFL comes out and says, "You know what? We've looked at CBD." And there's no THC in it. We're gonna let these guys do whatever the fuck they want, CBD yeah. wise. The rest of the country oh, falls in oh, line. That, that, that'd be huge. Like no shit. Yeah, that'd be huge. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's fucking billions of dollars a yeah. year. Yeah, like, everybody's invested. Seventy five percent of Americans watch the Super Bowl. Something oh, like yeah. that. It's a, yeah. it's an incredible amount of people. So they can, they can fucking step up for once and take a leadership role and make this shit legit. You know what I mean? The stuff that science is already saying is legit. But will they? And is the players, question, yeah. not just science, but players and businessmen, everybody except for the pharmaceutical industry is like, hey, we should definitely do this. Yeah. The, the NFL needs to step the fuck up and do something. Well, <laughs> we'll see. I, I like, I'm I like, an NFL. Like, hey. I'm an NFL employee. But, yeah, uh, exactly. No, listen, they will. They will. Again, they have to be. I think be, they will too, yeah. They've just got to be a little, you know. They have to do their their a little diligent in how they move. Yeah. They, they don't they don't ever want to just rush to something and then have any no, regrets doing not, it. Yeah. So there's no for them there's like no reason to just rush to doing it because it's hit the farm bill and everything else. They'll take their time, but I think eventually they'll come around and it will be it will be the 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 solution to all the things that that players are taking right now, popping these painkillers and yeah. all the stuff that we've dealt with. And I think that's where it's going. And even post career stuff, but like to your point. Um, so we we are all we're pro NFL we're pro and we are we want to be an advocate for all the leagues Every, everybody you know, is. and and well, so it's, we love that shit. yeah like, so no. all these uh, like half of our friends organize like fifty percent of their life around what happens in pro yeah. sports yeah yeah like yeah. no shit dude it's like a, the biggest thing and you know so to that point where where there I think there's in this this is all changing this is why we're we're in it now because this is where the opportunity to really make an impact and a difference is and you know this is where you're going to see things start to change dramatically and where you know the, the problem is is that there's still issues with certain parts of the industry well and the so issues to help are what you were that, saying before right yeah. that there's no regulation there's a bunch of frauds out there and all that shit right? and but the other part of it too is and this is also what we're going to do as a company is we're going to start doing trials um, clinical trials with athletes, but also veterans too, because what you have to do is ultimately prove out these these claims, right. Right. you know, yeah, because that's what they are yeah. as claims. So, like, you know, TD making his claims, that's about him. But when you put it on a package, and then you have science actually prove it. You need to do trial studies to actually show that yeah, there's a, there's a difference. You can't come right? with anecdotes. It's got to yeah. be right. objective. Right. Like, and and so it, yeah, there's no doubt about it that it's it is real and it's it, you know because. There's too many people that that have these Listen, testimonials. Man, I've talked know? to hundreds of veterans, including myself. And you talk to yourself? I do. Yeah. <laughs> what you say? Yeah. What you say? What you say? Self? Man, you you should look. Actually, look, look I talk like to myself. <laughs> I talk to myself a lot, like Ricky Henderson talks to himself. Oh, <laughs> have you ever heard that? Third person. Yes. Oh yeah. Go Ricky ahead. Henderson. Ricky Henderson. No, Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Right. Ricky Henderson. Have you ever heard David Cross has been on Ricky Henderson? It's no, so he, good. He, Atlanta so, guy, by the way. My all-time David favorite Cross. Yeah, he's funny, man. I saw him live. He was hilarious. All he's time, so funny. The Holy best shit. thing ever. So when I was in New York, he was doing a radio spot for himself. He sh abbreviated his own name on a radio commercial. Hi, this is Ricky Henny. And he, <laughs> then he went into the products, whatever he was selling. 
I was like, Ricky wait, hit it. he just abbreviated his own name. It would be like, he just third person. oh, hey, this is this is bro pod here. Uh, you know exactly who I was like, no, oh, Ricky Henderson. They don't know oh, that you, you call yourself Ricky Henny on the Ricky side. Henny? That wasn't a name. That's probably like a club name where you're like, you're ordering Hennessy. You're like, yeah, another one for Ricky Henny. Like, nobody knows that, dude. You can't get on the radio and just shorten your own fucking name. That's crazy. But that was Ricky Henderson. The, the other one with the John Olerud story where, you know. Oh, boy. The, the, the batting helmet. Oh, man, I used to play with a guy who wore a batting helmet playing first base, too. And he was like, it's me. I was on your team, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And if when he cashed the million-dollar check, he framed it, his first check. Oh, really? He yeah. got a million dollars in baseball and framed it. The A's went into their uh, accounting department. They were like, man, we cannot account for this <laughs> million dollars a cash that check. is still not cashed. Oh, wow. Ricky Henderson didn't cash a million-dollar check. They figured it out, and they were like, hey, Rick, man, you gotta sorry go cash about this, check, but, bro. but we, I would just scan it and just get a copy. There's an extra million in the thing, and they were like... Well, this was 1981. Yeah, 1981. Right, I still would have found a way to get a copy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't He didn't cash it, and he goes, oh, man, didn't I, they have Xerox? check so big, I wanted, to, I wanted to frame it. And it was like... Cool, but you know you don't get money into your account for that or whatever. So like, you break it out of the thing, or they issue another. Hey, you know what? Check. He could hit a high oh, fastball though. That guy he could. He could hit he a could. high fastball. Speaking of which, it's yeah, Super Bowl weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go. Let's go. All time faves. Who was your favorite teammate to play with? Shannon favorite Sharp teammate. Did you like Shannon Sharp? Of course. Did I you? Yeah, I love. Of Shannon course, yeah. Big Shannon Sharp. Fan? Shan- Shannon him. brought a lot. Shannon brought personality. The way he yeah, is he right did. now on his show. Yeah. With Skip, yeah, he's toned down, undisputed. No, that's that's, that's him. Yeah. That's him. He, okay. So that's real. That's real. Okay, I that's love what, that. we, what do you guys? What you guys are seeing now? He still is, got you pipes guys too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's he's, yeah. he's, he looks like he's fucking twenty eight years old. Yeah, like, yeah. he does a Holy great job, shit. and he, I've learned a lot from him in terms of working out and staying. Just really. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Shannon, yeah, Shannon was fun. You know, we had a lot of great teammates, guys. You guys probably wouldn't necessarily know, but guys like Detron Smith. Uh, Derek LaBelle is a good teammate of mine. Byron Chamberlain, uh, John Mobley. Um, you know, Al I remember Will, John Mobley. Yeah, yeah. John yeah, Mobley. Yeah. So, so those 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 guys. I what was about really Atwater? I like that guy. Yeah, Atwater. Yeah, Atwater, yeah Atwater. he's awesome. Man. He's not, good you dude. don't see a whole lot of strong safeties fucking wrecking dudes oh, these yeah. days. That, that dude, dude there when you were that there, dude was fucking wrecking. No, people. Champ came in after he's me, right but after like you, Steve yeah. Atwater, obviously he's eligible he for he's a beast man. People, man, and so he's he's the finalist this year. Name some strong safeties other than Steve Atwater right now. That are what Atwater just used any of destroy people. Bring in the strong safeties. I would say, who's the GM for the 49ers? Oh, you're Lynch. John Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was awesome, too. John Lynch. John Lynch was a badass. He's in a sexy position. To me, Atwater. Well, you have have John Lynch right now. You still have have Steve Atwater. Um, Who's the other safety? I think uh, Dawkins went in, so he's not the other safety. Okay, yeah. He's in. Um, He's in, but that's that's three. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Seriously, it's not man. a sexy position. It's not. It's not like a it's, running it's back a hard, or quarterback. It's a hard one. It's a. It's a difficult one. You and Atwater played together for a couple of years. Yeah, right? yeah, we yeah. played yeah. together so for uh, four years. It, is there any hits that he did that? Steve he never to light you up in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, practice. no, no, no. He can't. Number one, we <laughs> rarely go one on one. Yeah, meaning first team versus first team. Yeah, yeah. So. And when we did, we didn't do a lot of hitting. Yeah, it was not contact. It was like no pads so, or anything. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Shanahan brought over the San Francisco sort of uh, practice routine. Pillow where, fights. Yeah, it's yeah. all about it's all <laughs> about speed. We didn't pillow wear fights. a lot of pi- pads in practice. We just speed not comfort. We few, well, yeah, it worked yeah, out in ninety seven and ninety eight. So what I'm we, exactly. Do, right? Yeah, we'll pillow fight you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the two championships. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't hear you because these two championships. <laughs> two championships. We'll pillow fight you. They're in my ears. Who is the Who is the the worst team? 
Uh, or the uh, worst teammate? No. <laughs> oh shit! Wow, we'll go worst. It teammate sounded like first. you had somebody locked and loaded. Yeah, you had. had. You, you got had excited. I don't right have there. a worst teammate. I, All who, my teammates were great. Who was the worst team that you hated playing because you knew you knew it was going to be a struggle? That's what uh, you're Kansas City. Really? The Chiefs were in, tough. In Arrowhead, both or just in general, both. So when we played Kansas City, they had Neil Smith, they had Derek Neil Thomas, Smith and yeah. Derek Thomas. Yeah, oh. shit, Derek, Derek, he was a beast. Fucking yeah, beast. Yeah, they had they had Donnie Edwards. Yeah, was a linebacker. They had Adele Carter there. They had there. It was just a, especially in Kansas City. It's rough. it was the it was we those, were, those we were there for the yeah. championship. Yeah, I'm telling you, we've been That's to we we've, we've been to every stadium to Camaro Head Stadium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Camaro Head, I love that. Yeah, yeah. We've been to uh, actually. Burt Koontz has posted something about a Camaro Head as his dad. Yeah, and full fucking Chiefs regalia because that's like real. Back in the eighties, that, that was the cra- one of the craziest stadiums we've been in all year. The like, Chiefs have by far the worst gear. Ever like the zoo was like best fans, yeah, yeah best, best fans. fans no, they have, they it was great loud fans. as hell in there. Yeah, it's not good. Huh? Seriously, yeah. we've been to like we went to the Penn State Ohio State game and Penn State the whiteout game. Hundred twelve thousand fucking people. It's loud. Arrowhead's louder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's ridiculous. No it's, For me, it was yeah. it was the loudest stadium I played. In. Like, how do you yeah. deal with that as a fucking running back? Like, you're just doing hand CBD, and arm bro. At that point. CBD, dude. <laughs> That's the solution to everything. CBD. <laughs> You're make sure, doing, make you're, sure you're hearing. You're just doing hand and arm signals, right? You can't fucking. So, hear anything so did you watch on, the Rams play the the, uh, the Saints? The Saints, yeah, yeah. We we saw it from the parking lot because we were doing a live show. Okay. They're, they're doing so like they're doing the game, like yeah. uh, beach volleyball signals behind so the quarterback's doing, back. So they All did, sorts they of did stuff. Too much. Yeah. When you play in a loud environment, you've got to just you have to nix all the different audibles. You can't go into an, a loud environment having all these hand signals and different checks and all that stuff. You have to simplify the offense. Go up tempo. And the Try snap, out, the snap needs to hamp. Well, because you can't communicate. Yeah. So why are you trying to check to this and check to that when you can't communicate? Your tackles can't hear. So what it does, it makes everybody antsy. Now you can't hear the center or the quarterback tell the center when to snap the ball. Hmm. You see how many penalties they had. They were jumping yeah. offside. So it needs to go on first sound. Tempo, first sound. As soon as you get to the line of scrimmage, snap the ball and go. Hmm. And so if you do that, you can, you can combat the noise. The second thing you have to do is you have to practice with that noise. I know the Rams may have practiced with a big speaker, but it's got to be so loud that you can't hear yourself think at practice. Right. So when you go into that stadium, you're not shocked by how deafening it is. And, and to me, it felt like they weren't prepared for it. I'm like, damn, did they even practice? Did you guys ever noise? do that? Did oh, you yeah. ever turn the they fucking PA big, up really loud? They or what? bring these big old speakers and they pump like jet sounds to it. Really? And that is really fucking interesting. That's, I love that. And you practice, if you practice with those conditions. All week. All week. Wow. All week. And I it, it drives you nuts. This is the first time I've ever sure. heard this. Same here, yeah. No, no, we did it all week. I love that. What were they playing on the speakers? The jet engine. Just oh just, just a jet, jet engine. Just a, not like Metallica. <laughs> or yeah, that's that, that's Black actually Friday. I was gonna say. Oh, were they just God. Really you know loud. rocking no, Metallica like, like freaking like an interrogation? Noise, like loud as just I mean super loud. Yeah. And so I can I can't see I can't even see, I can't hear what you're saying. And so it it forces you to 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 communicate a different way. Now we did yeah. do some signals, but it was pretty minimal. We wanted to make sure we didn't do a lot of checks. We wanted our lineman to get to the line of scrimmage and go. Did you ever wear earplugs or anything? There. I never wore them. No. Did any of the guys? Uh, you, some guys did, yeah. Man. Yeah, a lot, a lot of times the linemen wear them. Really? Cuz they don't need to hear shit. Cuz you're just looking at the ball, right? Yeah, they're looking down the line and they're going they're going off off uh Offsite. So Man. you you it's well known that you had some issues with headaches on the field, right? Yeah. Back in the day. Did the loudness trigger any of that shit? 
No, I didn't. You Thank just, God. You just blend that out? Thank God. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like you could have played, like, let's say, getting ready. You're on, it's Sunday. It's fucking 10 a.m. Yeah. You're like, fuck my head hurts, man. Fuck this. Take CBD. You're good to go for the rest of the day or what? I never had that happen. Where I was before a game, kind of uh, having a headache. Yeah. So no, like my headache, my headaches stuff. always. Yeah. Well, they were, was, was they per- were He's he's had yeah. some issues game day. Percy yeah. Harvin was game day was migraines. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah and, I, and he was. He, I mean, he was he was leaving games where it was just yeah. it was yeah. that like, bad. Yeah. Like mine Halfway always came period. during the game. Okay. So I, I never had it because I you know I I, don't, I was taking uh, medication to prevent it. Yeah. And but it still happened. Well, the trigger would be the exertion. So when I would go okay. and run, then I... I it's a constriction pop. of the blood vessels in your brain, basically. Yeah. It's what, what happens there for the audience. Yeah, but no, no, but to answer your question, I think absolutely, because I'm not taking it now. And I'm, and I'm working out more, not more, but I'm working out pretty hard right now. So you feel so. like, uh, let's say you take tincture or C- whatever yeah. CBD you take, uh, an RTD drink or whatever, today you go work out this afternoon, maybe you do a two a day. Yeah. You feel good the whole time? Oh, yeah. So you feel I feel, like, I feel good and I so, feel confident that. So you feel like as a as a as a prophylaxis, as a uh, supplement yeah. before something happens, that you Abs- could have taken that nine o'clock I, in the morning no, on game day and not had any issues. There's no question in my mind. So what the fuck are we talking about? I know, right? There's, there's no side mind. effects, bitch. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. Hey, league, quit fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> NFL, Roger Goodell, get it together. And Roger, I, and Roger, I didn't say that, Roger. Nah, That's not I said it. He didn't say that. But look, until the NFL is making some money off, I think it's going to be a while. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so we are at Super Bowl weekend. Uh, before we get off the air, let's hear your predictions on the game. We'll start with you. Who do you got? You know, uh, <laughs> you Patriots. Man. Shocked. Well, it's like Papa John. Look, you know, uh, I never thought about uh, it. Yeah, no one's Patriots, ever asked me. Man, the Patriots—they, they, they just continue to. It's hard to bet to, against. Tom it's Brady, hard to bet. Right? It's hard to bet against them. I mean, they pull off miracles. They pulled one off in Kansas City. Yeah. I mean. The, that, that, the, was the, that Super Bowl was insane. Kansas, I, Kansas know, City left two, two plus minutes him. on the clock and gave Brady the ball. That's a mistake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, that's, it's that's just that was, twice that this good. year. They like, did it in week nine and they did it this fucking it's just, time. Yeah. You, you know, there's no team that's ever done what they've done. It's it's yeah. unbelievable. So it's hard to bet against them. So I would say the Patriots. I got you. Who you got? Who, TD, who you got? He's an NFL What, what time is it, by the way? In real life? For, yeah, for this, will, this this will air after the game's Time over. Time for another oh. drink, probably. Wait, but after yeah. the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will air after the game. Yeah. So how are you gonna ask me who the hell I got? Because when, when so when we can embarrass you afterwards for being wrong. We always do game. it. We always do it. All right, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. I like I'm that. Going with the Rams. Like Here's that. why I'm picking the Rams in this game. I want to hear this. If you were to look at these teams and that you didn't have any names on these players or at least the names of the teams, and you said just strictly on just talent alone, Madden ratings, yeah, yeah, just who who. Would you pick right? You probably give a check mark to the Rams, right? Correct. Brandon Cook, CJ right. Anderson, yeah, 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 Todd right. Gurley, and Jared Goff. How we give it to the yeah, Rams? The sec- but I know. But just listen, listen, listen. <laughs> um, and then the second reason I would say is when I look at teams, I try to find what have they gone through. Are they battle tested? Are they a team that can overcome adversity in a game? And when I look at the Rams, I look at their entire season. This team has been battle tested. They've had seven and one on the road. Seven and one year. on the road. That's outstanding. That is crazy. They go from playing a game in Mexico where the game gets canceled. They go back home. And they play. Yep. All the fires in LA. These guys have been transients for the last couple of uh, you know, They're years. They're still so transients. They don't have a They're home. Still They're still transients. Yeah. Um, and then the shooting, all the emotional things they've they've gone through. And then you talk about the NFC title game where you're thir- you're down thirteen points. 
to the New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. And that's loud as hell, too. We, we were, were at that first and, game. At, yeah. In that New environment, and you find a way to win that game. I got to roll with that squad. I like that. Cause, cause, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been there before, and I know what that does to a team. It hardens you. It hard it hardens yeah, you to where you've yeah. gone through and you have calluses now. It's like the Warriors. They they're down ten points going into the fourth quarter. Like we're still gonna win. We don't care. Yeah, right. Like, you and see the them, confidence. What it did you to them, it. right? What it did to, to them is it built that mental. It strengthened their mind. Like okay, like you don't panic in those big situations. You don't panic. That panic where uh, with you know. Some receivers, the ball goes through their hands yeah. sometimes. Do you remember that? We're not going to say who they are, Alshon yeah. Jeffrey. Because um, <laughs> I'm not I'm into, to name-dropping Alshon Jeffrey. But <laughs> that, that, he Alshon. caught that ball. I that would have been it, yeah. He catches the ball. That's, you know what? Here's Dick, the deal. Dick Nick is no, in the Super Bowl, maybe. No, maybe not. So, see, we always think that everything is automatic. What if they miss the kick? It's true. You're absolutely yeah. right. You still got to kick the field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at some point, down the line, somebody's got to take some blame somewhere. That ball is in his hands. Right. It was. It was. Yeah. It right. is what it is. I still blame I'm Neil not, Jones for dropping that pass against the, yeah. the the Eagles. Even though he fell down, he should have got up and caught that ball. Yeah. That's just my opinion as a Falcons fan. Whatevs. Anyways, the whole point of that is. You, that you have to make the play. Going, going, right. going through all that bullshit definitely strengthens your mind. It does. Like you don't. I, I've been in that situation. The first time I was ever in war, the first kind of crazy shit that happened, I was like, holy shit. And the second time I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to go. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You you immediately react. Like your instinct and your training and your skill takes over and your yeah. brain gets the fuck out of the way. Yep. And I think that's like to your point, it makes total sense yeah, to that's, me. And that's, it makes total sense. That's my perspective and I, I see that happening to them. So I'm picking the Rams. And, and I got the third one here. Just the way Todd Gurley had that last game. 13 His yards. last two games. 13 total yards. No, he had remember the cap the Cowboys game. He had a he had a nice game. He did a, he did all right. Actually, the last three games. So well, I he's guess, been so really three out of three out of the last four games. He had fewer than I don't know 60 seven, yards. seventy yards. Yeah, yeah, total, yeah. Total, but he's still Todd Gurley, right? And, and that's why that's why I'm saying you still have this beast who should have been, or at least he was um, mentioned as league MVP pretty much the, the entire yeah. season. Yeah, right. I think it's a great matchup. I because will be shocked. If he I'll be the first off. to say it if he does not go off. Okay. I, I honestly think that Call they're gonna I, I think that, that the Rams are gonna go Belichick style and use Gurley like James White and you see Jay Anderson like they're using fucking Sony Michelle. They can. I really think they're gonna do that. They can. That's, Sean McVay will find a way. I, that, I that's hope my so. prediction for the game is that they use Gurley in the flat and they use Sony Michelle to run the ball. My that's, American oh, dollars sorry, are on the Patriots for the fans at home. My heart though, I'm wearing an old school <laughs> Eric Dickerson jersey and I'm <laughs> nice, not going nice. you can't hedge your bet in this. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm not hedging a bet. My, so no, my money, because they, I'm sorry, my money is actually T- on the Patriots. Okay. My heart, though, then like you gotta I want to see the Rams. Nope. TD, ah, TD just called on. you a pussy, bro. I don't know. How did that end oh. up with that? Let's get some tape measure. <laughs> I'm start measuring guns, brother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would murder the shit. I out just of you. simply said you gotta, you gotta pick a team. You I did. My wallet picked another team. I can't control my wallet. Just like Eugene Robinson's wallet picked another prostitute the night before the game. So that's the only reason we lost, TD. You know that. You know that. So when man. LA wins, you'd be like, yeah, my heart was with the Rams. So that's I'll be wearing an Eric Diggers in Jersey. Everybody will celebrate me as I should. But I will I will have lost a couple hundred dollars on that. This is the point in the show, by the way, where you get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, that is somebody that inspired you, um, somebody that helped you on the come up or made you the person you are today. Who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week drinking to? Drinking bro of the week to would go out to my buddy Frank White. Uh, Frank White has been a mentor to me. 
Um, since I was a kid, he was actually my first Pop Warner coach. Oh, that's and awesome. He was the one that gave me my nickname, which is Boss Hog. Uh, yeah. See, see you're an old Dukes of Hazard guy is what you're saying. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't, but he named me Boss Hog. And... Um, He's been in my life ever since. He's actually here, so uh, yeah. It's, That's it's awesome. When you say here, you mean he's in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. He's uh, and he, uh, he just had back surgery, so he's got this like contraption on. He looks like uh, the Terminator. Man. <laughs> Walking real slow. <laughs> Walking slow, and it's. Oh, they, yeah. He showed me the picture, but they put all these little pins in his spine. Oh shit! Oh, God. Vertebrae, and it's like I, it was, I was squirmish. I couldn't. I couldn't see it, but. <laughs> He's feeling better, man. So give big ups to Frank White. Good, man. man. Big ups we to Frank that. White. Uh, hey, that. big ups to you guys. Big ups to Defy. Yeah. Big uh, ups yeah. to TD for being on the show. This is a childhood dream. You won me many a fantasy football champions, man. And this I can pay. This is a blast. <laughs> Did you win any money, by I've the way? I've got $80 for you. <laughs> <laughs> wooden nickels. That's all for you. It's wooden nickels. Yeah, because I, I, go, I go last century. Yeah, yeah. I still yeah. like, to, like to barter with people. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? No shit. I treat I myself like an old, like an old century peasant. Oh, here's some wooden nickels for you, you know? And I move on about my dick just because I like to have some excitement. Tell us, where, you can, you? Tell us you? where we can find you and your company and social media yes. and on the internet. All right. Uh, Bo, hit them up. D- d- drinkdefy.com. You can certainly find I'm us sorry, there. It's drinkdefy.com. Okay. And then what else, Bo? And then all the, you know, all the social handles are under Defy. Same. You okay. Know? At Defy? Defy one like word? Like at Defy. Okay. That's yeah. great. What about D-E-F-Y. I couldn't even get my, we, my uh, own name. D-E-F-Y. We bought it. You did yeah. buy it. Stop. Did you really? <laughs> How much you pay I for it? You know, trademark is a tricky thing, man. So we found an opportunity. It actually was the name we were. This is all kind of, it's all been very serendipitous, man. It's all kind of happened the way it should have. Uh, hey, so th- it's, this, it's an interesting this journey here in Atlanta has all been very serendipitous. Yeah, well, one of our favorite players right. of all time. Seriously, We're lucky yeah. to have you guys. And uh, seriously, right we, we appreciate it. And, and, and where by, can we find you on social media? TD? Oh, I have so. Oh, man. At the I, real I Terrell Davis. Instagram. and, and Yeah, uh, I, think, I think I'm like one is Terrell underscore Davis. And then uh, the real Terrell Davis. You gotta talk to my social team. I, don't I know even, we I don't do. Even, we I do. Know. Where's Teresa? You know who's got? Where's, where's Teresa? Where's, where's Teresa? You yeah. know who's got the the, the easiest That's social the media is OJ Simpson. It's all backslash backslash <laughs> backslash for that guy, and it's just like shit. Like you didn't even need a publicist. It's already built in. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for being here. You know you couldn't oh, leave God, drinking yeah. bros without an OJ joke. I'm actually wearing an OJ jersey to the Super Bowl. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. By the way, do, do you know OJ? You, we don't, but we'd love we to. We try to get him on the show numerous times. He seems busy. Yeah. He, he might be busy. He's busy because I said. I'm look, looking. I'm looking. I'm looking for OJ. By the way, everybody. He's still looking for the real killers. He's in. Um, he's in. Told him, look, no. We told him we would have the the show. Oh, he's, in Summerlin, the he's in Summerlin. He's in Summerlin, Nevada. OJ coming on this show. I can tell you that. Oh, he's in. Great. He's in Summerlin, Nevada, just east of fucking Vegas. You know where it is. I'm gonna go find him. Yeah. yeah. That's he's what he's I'm at. He's at. He's in Summerlin all the time. That's where he is. He is. He, so he's playing a lot of golf there. He, he'll go to bars for the Bills game still. By the way. Yeah. He does. And look, and he's still searching for the real killers. And to anybody out there, if you have information contact Dan Holloway <laughs> totally joking TD Bo uh, thanks for being here man this is a fucking hey, appreciate it. absolutely and you gave the salute too man this thanks. is an absolute pleasure thanks, guys. Yeah. thanks for, for coming on, guys thank you